I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Vicky, and Vicky is a 67-year-old female with advanced osteoarthritis and is scheduled for a total hip arthroplasty. The orthopedic surgeon decides on the posterior approach. Which of the following is the primary reason for utilizing a posterior approach during the procedure? So we have A, minimize disruption to the hip flexors. B, provide better access to the acetabulum. C, avoid risk to the sciatic nerve, and D is the reduced surgical time. All right, let's go up to the top of this one. This is the type of question that always used to like get me, where they give you a question, you know you've studied it, total hip arthroplasty, great. Posterior approach, seen it a thousand times, right? You study all of this stuff and they end up asking you a question that is just different than the way that you prepared. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like in this question, they're like, what is the primary reason, right, for a posterior approach? And it's like, I've studied everything about posterior approach other than that, (laughs) you know, and then you get stuck on this MPTE and it's like your review course didn't tell you to study that and whatever, right? And so this is a very common problem as well. If you struggle with this, hit me up, all right? You can go to www.mptegroup.com. Join us over there. My team and I can help you with this problem. We've been able to figure out what is the MPTE looking for? How are they writing the questions? And we can really help to guide your studying, all right? So when we look at this question, let's like break it down. It's Vicky is a 67-year-old female with advanced osteoarthritis and is scheduled for a total hip arthroplasty. Okay, very straightforward first sentence. They gave us the age of the patient, the gender that's there. We know that the person has a hip OA, it's advanced, and the total hip arthroplasty. If you're not familiar with this, definitely take a look at it. Learn THAs or total hip arthroplasties well, okay. So anyway, it says that she's being scheduled for this. Now the orthopedic surgeon decides on the posterior approach. And now there's different approaches when it comes down to total hip arthroplasty. Maybe you've heard of the anterior approach as well. So that's one of them, but the posterior one has been one of the most famous popular approaches. So the question here, it says, which of the following is the primary reason for utilizing the posterior approach during this procedure. So in order for us to get to this answer with confidence, we really have to understand, okay, why would somebody choose the posterior approach over the anterior approach, all right, or any other approaches? Why is that posterior approach going to be the one that is the attractive one? Like what part of that makes it? And it's not just asking for, let's say, a secondary reason. It's saying the 
primary. So that is what can get us into trouble here is like, oh, but there's multiple things or multiple reasons why I would do the posterior approach. But the question's asking, what is the primary reason for it? Okay. So for those of you on the podcast, let me go through the answer choices again. So we have A, minimize disruption to the hip flexors. All right. B, provide better access to the acetabulum. C, uh, avoid risk to the sciatic nerve. And D is reduced surgical time. All right, so let's start off at A, locking this in, breaking it down. So A says minimize disruption to the hip flexors, a very commonly selected one, right? So as I'm thinking through this, I'm like, okay, the posterior approach will miss the hip flexors, right? So the posterior approach will not impact those hip flexors because we don't have to cut through them. So that is good. Minimize disruption to the hip flexors. That fits hold on, let's take a look at some other answer choices, see if there's anything better, all right? B says provide better access to the acetabulum. My question to you is, is that correct? For those of you unfamiliar, the acetabulum is a cup-shaped socket of the hip bone, all right? It's where the head of the femur articulates. And so during the posterior approach, it provides direct access to this acetabulum, which allows the surgeon to better visualize and work on the socket with greater ease. This is, you know, really crucial for ensuring an accurate placement of the prosthetic socket component that they insert in there. Okay. And so as we're thinking about this is providing better access to the acetabulum. One of the reasons why somebody would use the posterior approach, the answer to that is yes. Is that a primary reason? Like, is that a main reason why somebody would use that? And I would say, absolutely, it makes the surgery a lot easier to perform when you can visualize that acetabulum and have better access to it. So I'm going to really hold on to B right now. I like this answer. Already, we have two answers that could be. All right, let's take a look at C. C says, avoid risk to the sciatic nerve. Ooh, I don't really like this answer because the sciatic nerve is found on the posterior aspect. I would say if we wanted to avoid the risk of the sciatic nerve, then we probably wouldn't want to use the posterior approach. So C doesn't make sense as this being the primary reason for using the posterior approach. Just doesn't make sense. Reduce surgical time. This is another one that a lot of people selected. My question to you, as far as the posterior approach, does it reduce surgical time, right? That's the first question you need to ask. And then the second question is, is that the primary reason why they use the posterior approach to reduce surgical time? The answer to that is no, okay? When it comes down to picking a surgical approach, it has nothing really to do with surgical time. It has more to do with the anatomy of the patient, the anatomical process that they're going to be going through, technical considerations. They're not really worried so much about surgical time, all right? So that's not going to be a primary reason for selecting the posterior approach over the anterior approach. So D, surgical time, not likely. I'm going to go ahead and eliminate that one. So guess what? That leaves us with our final two answers, A, minimize disruption to the hip flexors, and B, provide better access to the acetabulum. Remember what the question's asking. Remember what the test maker is looking for. They're looking for you to tell them what is the primary reason why I would select the posterior approach. 
is that to minimize disruption to the hip flexors or provide better access to the acetabulum? 100%, I see a lot of you going down B, 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 provide access, better access to the acetabulum. That is correct. First of all, it improves the surgery as far as the surgeon's ability to be able to visualize an acetabulum, access it, do what they need to do. So it just provides a bit better outcomes when the person, I should say the surgeon, is able to access that acetabulum easier, all right? So this is one of the primary reasons for utilizing that posterior approach. While the anterior approach, one of the things that they do have to go through is quite a bit of the anterior anatomy in order to access that acetabulum, all right? And so things to keep in mind here, but our best answer is B, provide better access to the acetabulum. That's the reason why the surgeon would choose the posterior approach. Congratulations to those of you who got this one correct. If you didn't and you learned something from this question, congratulations to you as well. This one wasn't easy at all. Again, there to get you down to the final two and get you really thinking. If you're somebody who tends to get down to the final two, you get stuck. Maybe you're thinking to yourself like, ah, you know, I could have gotten this right, but you got it wrong. Maybe you didn't go with your first thought, your best thought. Those problems are so common. And a lot of us have these issues with causes our scores to be in the mid to low 60s on practice exams and all that. This is completely fixable. How about you join us over in my free private Facebook group? In the next couple of weeks, we're going to be going over test strategy and how to break down problems like this. Stop getting stuck with the final two. Stop overthinking. Start being able to look at what it is that they want you to pick, all right? We'll be going over all of that. Go into our free Facebook group right now. Plug it in your phone, www.mptgroup.com. And for those of you who haven't gotten our cheat sheets, we do have those out there. It helps you to study the toughest MPTE concepts in less than what? Five minutes, yeah. Go to www.mptgroup.com cheat sheets with an s.com so whether you're on itunes spotify ghana overbreak wherever you're at in podcast land go into the show notes click the link in there and you can get it hi this is kyle and thanks for downloading the podcast i always enjoy spending this time with you and i hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding make sure to subscribe to get new mock npte questions each week I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.